So hello world, this is me, Marilyn, your host. And today we have a special guest with us, Prathna. So hi, Prathna. Welcome. Hi, Marilyn. Thank you so much for having me. So how have you been? I've been good. How have you been? I've been great. I'm I'm so, very, very uh, impressed with your podcast now. <laughs> like, I love that you're doing this. Thank you. So, Pragnet, uh, tell us something about yourself, like your journey. Sure. Uh, so, I about a year ago, I started posting a lot of uh, authentic queer and desi content on the internet. I use the word authentic very boldly because I am queer and desi, so I think I'm allowed to use <laughs> the word authentic for it. And I think it was just uh, something that I started doing because it's something I really wanted to see myself. Like if I was maybe younger or older or the same age, I would love to see more content that felt real and felt like queer without, you know, baiting or tragedy or any sort of these other elements that we usually give gay stories and stories of queer people. So, yeah, I think uh, that's basically what sparked it off. And I started a YouTube channel, made some videos, made some content have a lot of people tell me that it's relatable and it made me really happy because I didn't know it was, uh, you know, stuff that other people would relate to. So I think that's about the crux of what I've been up to this past year. Your journey has been amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So when you were coming out, so what were the problems you faced along the road? Well, um, yeah, I think a lot of the times my coming out, the problems I probably faced came from a lot of different aspects. You know, it was pretty difficult for me to come to terms with it myself as well sometimes. And I think uh, there was definitely a lot of fear in telling people, a lot of guilt in uh, acknowledging it with my family. And I think, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, you know, it tends to be a, a pretty difficult thing almost all of the time. And it was no different for me, but I have been pretty privileged in, you know, receiving acceptance from a lot of my family members and my friends. And yeah, I think that was basically the difficulties. Just the emotions you have to deal with, the fear, the guilt, the anger, the irritation, the utter sadness, you know, there's a lot uh, lot that goes on. So what are the events that you encounter on a daily basis? So what things do you come across? Right. I think that um, I have do have to say that a lot of it is internalized homophobia so let's say there is probably a situation that could be maybe a certain level of difficulty for someone who is cisgendered or heterosexual especially if that person is cisgendered and that person is heterosexual and these kinds of uh, daily situations they add up and become a lot more difficult for people from the queer community and I feel like that's a difficulty I've definitely faced as well Uh, there is a lot of I think on a daily basis, there is a lot of worry about, you know, interacting with new people, maybe interacting with strange people. You never know what sort of a a safety factor that's going to lead to. And I do think that especially when I maybe come into new environments, like let's say when I started college or something like that, uh, coming out to people was something I had to do a lot of the time. Otherwise, I get a lot of unnecessary questions about boyfriends and all of that. And so when I did that, there was a certain level of a certain fear for my safety. At every point, I had to, you know, tread lightly and walk on eggshells most of the time. And I do think that's something that's not gone away. But other than that, I suppose that because I'm still cisgender, the level of maybe uh, 
kind of hatefulness that can be directed towards the community is maybe something that I do circumvent. And I think generally, especially when I'm with my partner and we are together publicly, that's definitely when I'm, that's probably the most daily uh, challenge that I do face because I'm very worried, at, you know, from what end homophobia is going to end up spouting and how it could harm my partner and I. So I would definitely say that um, while untoward incidents have been at a minimum, like I'm, I'm really grateful for that. The constant fear of being found, the constant fear of being reacted to negatively. I do think if you have to live with that on a daily basis, it does take its toll. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, there's a thing like people really hesitate to ask someone their sexuality. So mm-hmm. I just want to ask you, is it okay to ask someone their sexuality? Well, I think that it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the person you're asking. Depends on how well you know them or the situation is, but I mean, usually, I do. I do understand how it could be like a a scary thing for both people involved, uh, and I will really, you know, empathize with the person who's being asked that question because you don't know how to answer. Maybe it's not something that you've come to terms yourself. Maybe it's something you don't want to share with that particular person at that point. You don't know how they're going to react, so. Yeah, I don't think it's an easy question to ask. But I do think that being open about talking about it, like let's say you want to ask someone their sexuality, you want to do it in a nice way. You want to offer them the safe space of being a good friend to them. And that's why you want to ask them. Maybe like you could broach on topics, like say, hey, I watched this really nice show. It had a, a gay character in it. Like that's a pretty, that's a much safer way, I think, to at least show them that it's okay with you. You're never going to make it a problem. So, Indian society, to be very honest, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not okay to be gay mm-hmm. right now. So, what do you think on that? Hmm, so, I do have some less than usual thoughts about it. I do understand that a lot of the queer community does like to diss on Indian society and, you know, just say flat out that it's not okay to be gay. It's a homophobic place. That's true. It is. It is very homophobic, very transphobic. No one is denying that. But I do think that is the case with a lot of developing countries. And I say that only to say that it's getting better. I say that only to say that I do think the only way forward is becoming more tolerant. Like if you even look back from five years ago, I think we are getting to a place where we're more accepting than we were just five years ago. So now if you look at that, you know, where we could be in 20 years, I really do think that societies in general only move towards being more intol- more tolerant, more accepting, more understanding of diversities. And I do think that the more people who choose to be, who are able to be, uh, you know, open about their identities, it's just that much safer society is going to get for all people from that community. So, yeah, I do agree that Indian society, it's, it's, it's not an easy society to be gay in. There's like a lot of judgment, you know, a lot of judgment, even if you're heterosexual. So only imagine <laughs> if you're not, it's even worse. But I definitely do think that it's getting better. And um, yeah, I do truly hope that it continues to get better. And yeah. Good. So, so, you know, we are having some representation of the LGBTQ community in media. 
but still there's like, there's like a lot of stereotypes they put in it. So what do you think those may be or may not be from your perspective? Those stereotypes? Yeah. Right. I think that uh, you're right. I think a lot of the, you know, content relating to the LGBTQIA community in Bollywood is is you know still in a very nascent stage and i say nascent is a very kind word they're just really messing it up most of the time and not doing a very good job of it and not really respecting people from the community with the stories they make and i think a lot of the stereotypes with regards to that i mean uh, are usually having uh, you know a lot of overtly you know sexualized uh, storylines and plot lines a lot of the time and especially if it's between two women you know like if you look up uh, lesbian web series you'll be happy to find there's quite a few things but once you start watching them you'll be very unhappy because they all look like you know some sort something that should be on a very different website than youtube you know it's all overtly sexualized and i do feel like they lean into character stereotypes a lot uh, you know the leaning into the idea of in very effeminate feminine men and you know because they're gay they're very feminine and uh, you know there's these stereotypes that just make it easier to i guess uh, resort to poor storytelling and plus you don't have real queer people with you on your sets on your writing team so it would definitely be very very hard to put out good authentic content but honestly in the past couple of years i do think that um, there are some like good efforts being put out and i do feel like these uh, stereotypes i'm talking about like effeminate men and just overly sexualized relationships aren't something that i have seen in recent movies but i have seen a lot of uh, you know still a lot of inauthentic storytelling a lot of uh, relying on tropes like uh, a lot of uh, you know if you're someone who's who's gay or someone who's you know not conforming to heterosexuality you're probably someone who's coming from abroad you're probably like this you're probably like drinking and smoking you're just like a party person you know everything in life is okay for you in the same way that your sexuality is also okay for you so there are some new stereotypes they lean on there are like a lot of uh, story tropes they lean on you know like uh, tragic endings and uh, you know usually someone married is cheating on someone else it's never something that happens with other element of cheating and i understand that all these elements could be very realistic but when you only choose to tell them over and over again you are sort of creating a certain impression and your media is influencing reality even if you think you're just borrowing from reality so i do feel like um, there's always so much room for improvement yeah that's correct so no there's one thing you know a lot of times i encounter people who really want to support the lgbt plus community but they don't they just hesitate they just think that their sexuality will be questioned if they do so what do you want to say about that i think that's uh, quite unfortunate definitely but i do think um perhaps that in itself shows the extent of their supportiveness would it be a bad- sexuality question i do think that it's not a bad thing i do think you know just questioning your gender your sexuality is not something that is that you know is that odd of a, or is that an odd or weird thing to actually do i do think that a lot of us even if we are cisgender and heterosexual there are so many norms and 
you know small little boxes that we put men and women into straight men and women into so anyone who chooses to question those norms to question why you know these things are seen as so normal and enforced upon us so much like so much of them throughout our lives you know it's a good thing to question those norms it's a good thing to question why society decided that only these few pigeon holes were okay for people to be in so in that way i do think that it doesn't really matter a lot what you know how your sexuality is going to be perceived or you know you you should feel free to be open with your gender expression even if you're not you know cis even if you're not a transgender person even if your sexuality uh, is heterosexual and all of those things i do feel like these conversations are not limited to the lgbtqia community i think it would be really nice if everyone could partake in those conversations so in that way you know if someone is scared of their sexuality be questioned i understand you know it's something that we look at as a very scary and you know uh, thing and like a bull like an avenue for getting bullied and this and that but you know there is a very clear uh, distinction with people who are part of the lgbtqia community and people who are allies like we have a name for them that allies and you know one of the most common questions i get is how do you end up being a better ally the question you asked me today is actually a really good question i've never been asked that before and you're right it's very true everyone will be like yeah i want to be a good ally oh yeah i care oh yeah if my friend came out to me i'd be okay with it and stuff but yeah. you know how do you toe the line between being parted about your own self image and i think that it just just shows how far we need to go you know supporting a cause doesn't mean that it has to directly affect you i think i read when i was really young i read something really funny about this you know just because i support like i don't know a tree conservation environmental conservation doesn't mean i'm a tree just because i care about animal welfare doesn't mean i'm a dolphin just because i care about the lgbtqi community doesn't mean i'm queer i'm just someone who has that empathy enough to care so i do feel that you know i it's unfortunate that people feel that way but i do hope that they can get past it and be good allies to the community there's nothing wrong with having your sexuality question because if you're sure of it then you're sure of it yeah that's it so no there's one more question that arose so how can you help someone who just came out like for someone who's not in the community to help someone how mm-hmm. like if if you're someone who's straight and someone has come out to you yeah yeah so how can you help them how can you help them this great question so i think that you know if that person has chosen to come out to you i think the first thing you should do is just be grateful that they shared that with you you know a lot of times uh people can have reactions like hey why didn't you tell me earlier i would have been cool with it only how could you think i wouldn't have been cool they make it about themselves which is probably the last thing you should be doing in that situation like this could not be further from you than it can get so i think it's very important to take that person's comfort into account and just be grateful that they told you and you know let them volunteer information as when they want you know like maybe maybe they're not the kind of person that wants to have a lot of questions thrown on them all at once even though you're probably curious for a very good reason out of from a very good place but it's still important that you maybe give them the time to come t- tell you more on their own and you know if there's anything about it that you don't understand like some sort of a terminology something that you've not come across before don't feel bad about it i mean there was a lot of queer terminology that even i still keep learning that i do not know about 
And I think the best thing to do would be maybe do a quick Google search before asking your friend because that will give you some base of knowledge as well. And maybe you can avoid asking them. You know, you can just say, you can just say that, yeah, I know. And that friend would probably really appreciate not having to educate you along with all of the other things they're going through. So I think, yeah, just being well-informed and just having like comforting reactions that help the other person, not reactions that you want to have, maybe just reactions that would help them. Uh, I think those are two really important things. And, you know, everything else, like, you know, getting them a rainbow cake and stuff can wait. Do these things first and then get the rainbow cake and all that nonsense. Yeah. So, one more thing, just I just want to ask you, last one. So, you know, a lot of people just don't know what the sexuality is. Like, they mm-hmm. really just they cannot even decide on one thing. Just keep on going and going and they just cannot figure it out what they are. Mm-hmm. How can someone just predict or, you know, just have a clear vision of what what's their sexuality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I... So, like, just basically difficult it is sometimes to pinpoint what your sexuality or gender identity is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's hard. I think that's just uh, part of part of the experience for for a lot of people you know like I think the best thing to remember when you're feeling that way is a lot of people feel that way and I'm not just saying this like I've got a lot of people messaging me saying oh I thought I was you know a lesbian for a while and then I was like hey I'm bisexual a lot of people were like I thought I was I was lesbian but then you know I realized I'm a trans man and things like that and I think it's amazing because it is it isn't something that you just have to pinpoint and stick to, you know. Real acceptance doesn't come just because, you know, you came out once. Real acceptance comes for whoever you are as a person. So if you're worried about people thinking less of you, even people in the LGBTQI community thinking less of you because, you know, you decide that a certain label that you used before is not the correct label for you anymore, that's not real acceptance. Like, the label is not important. It is really about your comfort it's really about taking care of yourself. It's really about, you know, being proud of yourself for having the courage to even, uh, you know, uh, realize this much about yourself. You know, it takes a lot of self-awareness. It takes a lot of maturity. You know, you're forced to grow up faster, especially if you're someone who's young and, you know, uh, figuring these things about yourself at this age. So I definitely think that, um, yeah, whoever is, is feeling that way, it's totally fine. So many people feel that way. You know, I felt that way. And I think it's perfectly normal. And just put less emphasis on the label and just more emphasis on feeling okay yourself. And yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. So your talk on every idea you just put out, it's, it's going to help a lot of people. So I'm really thankful you can make it today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So it really helped a lot of people today, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you so thank much. It's been it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.